Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Beneath Vancouver Radio. Um, it's been an amazing support from all of you listeners in the last couple of weeks in terms of the podcast, so I appreciate all of you. Uh, in today's episode, we actually have special guest Kathleen, um, who's the managing partner for Van City Key. I'm sure you've seen that either on uh, my personal stories, Beneath Stories, or a couple of friends actually I've seen uh, promoting it as well. So Kathleen, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. Um, I appreciate you taking the time out of your well, very busy you. schedule to, <laughs> to come out <laughs> on this gloomy Friday on the day of recording, but mm, still, uh, beautiful. still beautiful day and we're going to make the most of it. So Kathleen, we're, um, I guess before we dive into a little bit more about yourself, do you yeah. mind just telling the audience, for those of you who don't know, um, a little bit of a backstory in terms of what Van City Key is, what it is, what it's all about, and yeah, just a little bit of a Sure, not a, a problem. It. So it's actually Vancouver Key to the City. Um, okay. It's a VIP loyalty program that unlocks the best places, the best entertainment. Basically, we curate our program with working with the best of the best in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is just go on our website and then just pretty much purchase the key for a yearly rate. And then um, you'll have access to all of our great amazing partners on our app on our website on our social media so yeah go and check it out nice okay so we've got a little bit of an intro obviously on that but um let's hear a little bit more about you so one of the questions that i always uh, ask all of the guests is tell us your story and who you are today okay um well i'm a torontonian so i all right the um, six six. (laughs) definitely the six yes i love the six uh do you love drake though oh man do i love drake drake boo if you're listening oh my god what i would do i i love you so much so basically oh now that you brought up drake i pretty much wanted to do the same thing as him i wanted Mm -hmm. to bring Vancouver community together. Mm-hmm. So if you see Toronto, you you see how loving we are. We're, we're really connected. We yeah. we love our city. You go back to Toronto, you'll just let them you just ask them be like, "Hey, like what's there to do in Toronto?" Mm-hmm. They'll give you like tens and thousands of yeah. lists to do. You come to Vancouver, however, <laughs> they'll just say hiking. And I'm like, "No, like there's there's something there's gotta missing. Be more, right? There's got to be more." So that's when I started searching for an idea. I was like, all right, like we need to find something to do in Vancouver. Yeah. Something that will connect everybody together. And um, so I was on Instagram one day and basically I saw one of my good, good, good friends. He actually has the Toronto key to the city. Mm. And um, I thought it was such a great idea. And I was like, what is this? So yeah. basically I went on the website, I went on the app. I pretty much called, stalked, emailed, <laughs> anything I could do to get a hold of the CEO just mm-hmm. because I want to talk to him. I want to yeah. be like, hey, like, are you ever going to come down to Vancouver? This is such a great idea. Like, what can I do to get involved? And um, it, took a, it took a really, really <laughs> long time. But, you know, he finally gave me a chance. He finally flew down. He finally told me about the product. Mm-hmm. And here I am today. Wow. So um, I guess we'll bring it back a little bit in terms of uh, I kind of sidetracked you there when I brought up up Drake. So (laughs) um, I guess I'm sure the audience is kind of wondering, obviously, you're from Toronto Mm -hmm. uh, and you're living here now and and you're doing that. But what was kind of the transitional period from you kind of realizing, okay, this might actually work on the West Coast? Have you ever been to Vancouver prior to that? Yes. Kind of just like a. I'm going to pack my bags and hope for the best kind of thing. Well, that's the thing. I've actually been living in Vancouver for like six months. And I was just I was just alone. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. I felt at that time I wasn't even working. Mm-hmm. And that time I was like going through a lot of mental health. And I'll speak on I'll speak more about yeah, that definitely. later. 
And, but the thing is, I was like, there's definitely more to Vancouver. Like, mm-hmm. and especially since I just moved here, like I have to do something. Unfortunately, I did go the nine to five route for a bit, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah, where were you, you working? At BCA. Okay. Yeah, as a call center. I loved it, don't get me wrong. Um, but it wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. And that's what a lot of people realize is when it's not for them, that's what sparks the... Exactly. The, maybe there's a little bit something more that I can do or something different and take a different route. So Exactly. And what's so awesome about it was that like I was actually wanting all these opportunities. I kept on like pushing myself. I kept on manifesting. I kept mm-hmm. on praying. Like I don't know what it was. And all of a sudden, all these big opportunities just came. And I just picked the best one and I just went for just it. Just went for it. Yeah, definitely. Nice. And mm-hmm. kind of, I guess we'll go even uh, backtrack a little bit further. Mm-hmm. What was kind of your um, educational background in terms of kind of what you wanted to do growing up? Um, I try to, try to ask that because I know for a lot of people what and we were talking about this off off mic earlier. Um, for me personally, I thought I was going to be working in the government, lawyer, mm-hmm. some sort of political body. Um, but here I am filming, uh, recording a podcast, right? Amazing. Which is like completely <laughs> different than what I thought I was going to be doing. So right. I'm always curious to see kind of like what my guests' backgrounds are in terms of what maybe their dreams were or what their job goals were prior to where obviously where you are today. You're going to laugh, but my dream was <laughs> just... <laughs> well, if you start had, off like that... <laughs> you're going to laugh because... To be honest, I really had none. Uh-huh. I was just, I thought myself so lowly. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm never going to get married. I'm just yeah. going to be working in a nine to five job. No offense to the people who are working nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to you. That's um, a grind in itself. It's, it's a grind. Yeah. It's a big hustle, man. But like for me, I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it mm-hmm. anymore. Right. And um, so basically I did go to school for a business administration. Okay. But did I really use that to my extent? <laughs> Not exactly. I knew that there was a lot of different options, but like I just, I didn't really have a set dream. Mm-hmm. All I knew was that I, I wanted to be happy. I know that sounds so cliche, but I was like, yeah. no, like my main goal is to be happy. And after so many jobs and so much different career changes, I finally found something that I'm like, hey, you know, like there's a lot of downfall in this business, but I, I'm growing as a person. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually living my dream because I'm actually becoming more happy each day. No, yeah, and I think it's super important to kind of realize that um, as an individual, your happiness is so important. Because right. I know like for me personally, um, I, albeit I'm only 22, so I'm still relatively young and mm-hmm. still much to learn and grow. Right. But when I was working part-time at Best Buy, it was kind of just like a, like a getting by kind of thing. Now, obviously, exactly. I didn't have to worry about having a roof over my my head or mm-hmm, food on the mm-hmm. table. So I'm super blessed in those regards. Right. Um, but it was also like kind of setting up my my stepping stones for my future. Right. I right. knew for sure that I definitely didn't want to work at Best Buy for the rest of my life. Exactly. Albeit a pretty cool job. But it was kind of that realization where I needed to start to kind of realize where my where my future was going to be where exactly, I started seeing exactly where am I happy what am I happy doing right and how can I create that into potentially something that can translate into making a living or even potentially be able to do that not necessarily for a living but at least sustain that and it can be exactly. supplementary income or yeah, exactly. just as a hobby right so exactly this it, pretty much started as like um something I wanted to dip my toes in mm-hmm. and then Within a year, I was like, all right, like, this is me now, yeah, yeah. you know? Like, uh, what <laughs> went, have I got myself into? <laughs> you went from dipping your toes to, like, going all in into the... I'm pretty sure the, the universe yeah. just, like, pushed me in there and just said, just go. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and I ended up loving it. Um, There's definitely some good times and bad times, but I would never, like, 
regret it for the world. Like, no, I love yeah. this. Yeah. What would be your kind of, uh, I guess, like a day-to-day, what would be a day in Kathleen a little bit? All right. Um, waking up. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. That's, That's important. <laughs> well, the big thing uh, with my life is fitness. Mm. I need fitness too. Yeah. It's like, it's my... It's my zen. It's my meditation. I, mm-hmm. I need it every single day. So that's gym is number one. Mm-hmm. Also, after that, I check my emails. Got to do content. It's usually a lot of sales. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hate this part, <laughs> but like it's all sales, man. It's yeah. like, and you have to be, you have to go out. You have to, you have to work hard pretty mm-hmm. much. I go out every single day. I go to different places. I do my sales pitch. I'm yeah. on the phone. I'm on my laptop. Everything that you think how a business should run, I'm pretty much doing it. <laughs> like that's that's what it is. It's right? the outreach aspect that a lot of people don't realize is the is the and speaking just personally, it's one of the hardest things because I know when we first uh, when we first created that content piece for the taco shop in Yaletown, Millsam mm-hmm. Taqueria. I think prior to that, I don't know how many emails I sent, how many people I legitimately went to and like, okay, my name's Aaron. This is what right. I do. This is what, and we at that time obviously we didn't have much of a portfolio. So mm-hmm. on the on the other side of the coin, you have to think like they're taking a risk. But we were charging very very low low rates in the sense of what an, um, a regular media company would be charging, right? Or like some sort of creative agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but we finally got the foot in the door. That's kind of our time to shine, right? Exactly. And I still think to this day that first video is one of the best ones we've ever made. Mm-hmm. But that was kind authentic. of exp- authentic, authentic, yeah, very raw. I'm just kind of showcasing the food and stuff like that, but. The outreach, like that, that gets tiring. Like, yeah. especially when you get a lot of no's, and that's when you kind of have to get the that tough skin. And I'm using air quotes, but yes. <laughs> um, and just kind of push forward through those, right? Because you're no, definitely. you're not going to please everyone. That's in any business. That's just the reality of it. Um, but it's definitely comes to a point where, and I'm sure mentally as well, we're just like exhausted of just not seeing the results, right? Because that's much. all people see. Exactly. Well, behind the scenes, I'll be honest with you, eighty percent is all rejection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 80% yeah um, the other 20% you know is you know what 10% is pretty much like maybe yeah the and then you, we'll get back we'll to get you. back to you <laughs> and they probably never will yeah. uh, that's when you have to keep on following up mm-hmm. calling them you know literally just not giving up until they give you an answer yeah you do have to have a tough skin in this industry otherwise you will be eaten alive yeah, I'm I sorry, right? But it's true. But the thing is, the more you practice every single day, the more you understand about rejection. It's you you can't take anything so personally. Mm-hmm. Because you have to understand from their point of view too. It's like their yeah, business, we yeah. it's their business. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, like that's their risk. But also you have to it's your job to show them that and it's your responsibility to show them like, hey, like I can actually bring you guys into light. Like this is a value mm-hmm. that I can bring to you. Yeah, just keep Keep your head up. Yeah. No, and that's that's what it boils down to. A partnership, it's you're essentially you're either giving some sort of skill or asset and they're they're giving you something in return. It's it's Definitely. a it's a trade Definitely. in that kind of sense or exactly. a barter, if you will. Right. Uh, I'm kinda curious and I'm sure the listeners are as well too. Obviously you made the transition to Vancouver and we'll go back to that. Um, how was the kind of the early stages of everything? Obviously moving here and um, not experiencing a lot of snow probably was a bit oh of a shock God. for you. Yeah, well, see, that's <laughs> like wearing shorts and a I, t-shirt. <laughs> that was the thing. Everybody, like, er, right when I moved down here, everybody was wearing a big sweater, mm-hmm. shorts, and sandals. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, this is normal weather. And yeah. then I, as much as I love that there was no snow, I hate the rain. Yeah. 
I, it's the first thing I bought was like Hunter Boots. Yeah. I was like, I'm ready, you the know, whole, the whole Vessi footwear. Have you heard of Vessi? Oh my god, I'm actually gonna buy it today. Because if you're listening, you know, uh, <laughs> Vessi, Vessi. <laughs> Funny story, actually. Andy, one of the co-founders, works out at the Oval. Really? And I bumped into him. I haven't said hi to him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bump into him when I, when if I do, I'm gonna say hi. Yeah. So I saw the video that they made. Mm-hmm. Um, saying like how they were gonna come back in terms of production. Right. And I was like, that guy looks really familiar. No. <laughs> And I was like thinking to myself, and I showed my friend who also works out to me, shout out to Alex. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, have you seen this guy like at the Oval? Like, I swear we've seen, he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my oh, God. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, you know, but anyway, sorry, could go no. back to um, the like Hunter Boots, like the transition. Because I know for like, for a lot of people who live in Toronto and come out here for, for UBC, for university. Right. Their number one kind of concern is, yeah, the rain, mm-hmm. but also like how... Um, and this is not so much weather, but more like how you mentioned the people. Everyone, have you heard of like the Vancouver bubble? Have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah, and it's so they're they're always just like, does no one talk to anyone around here? Like everyone's super to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it, like yeah. they say that. Okay, so the number one thing that I've always always heard was Vancouver was very clicky. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I I, <laughs> <laughs> I love Vancouver, right? And you know what? I think that everybody has a really, really great trait in them. It, mm-hmm. it really depends on who you want to surround yourself with, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, with me, I, I'm an introvert at heart. <laughs> or you can call me a popular loner. But all I ever do... Wouldn't have guessed that, to be honest. Yeah, so right? <laughs> but no, I really do like to just like stay in my own little bubble. Mm-hmm. Or just with Kayla, my dog, you know, it's that's how I've always been. As much as I do love speaking with people, I, I just love to be home yeah. anyway. So it wasn't too much of a, like a huge transition. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, I do miss home. I do miss my friends. But yeah. you know what? The people here are great. Everybody that I met are really, really great. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it just really depends on which click or which crew that you want to you know surround yourself with but mm-hmm. overall everyone here has been wonderful did you have any kind of already you, oh, some friends here you had some friends you mentioned earlier that i have some friends here. that were actually from toronto to moved, moved to here okay. and then they're like now like we're all best friends which yeah, is yeah. really really funny but yeah it's like our our circle is really really small but like i said i'm always alone i'm always working anyways so, okay yeah. no that's fair and yeah. i mean as long as you as long as you get your shit done, I guess that's. Oh, definitely. Happens. Oh, I did not. I can swear. On no, that. no, no. We're, we're good. We're good. This is a this is an all open um, perfect, podcast. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's um, a question that I guess I wanted to ask for you, and sure. I, I don't think I would have asked this if I didn't go to Toronto in the summer. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the cuisine? Because for me, when I went to Toronto, I was so amazed. And I don't know if it's maybe because I go to the same thing all the time when I'm mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Right. But I just felt like there was more options out there. Like, I was like, there, I can eat this, I can eat that, I can eat this. I was like, what? And I'm yeah. like, there's nothing out here out, out, out west. Exactly. So that's the whole point of um, Toronto. It's so, like, multicultural. You mm-hmm. get to try everything. And I know a lot of people say that Vancouver, is they have, like, better food and everything. Mm-hmm. I believe that they have better seafood. Yes. It's more like fresh. The, yeah, it's it's amazing. But you know what? They're both great. Toronto, <laughs> I, they're, they're literally both All right, great. We'll, we'll try not to start a, a uh, cities better here. <laughs> um, I definitely love both cities. Toronto is, you know, shout out to Toronto. I love my patties. Have you ever tried a patty? No, I have. I did oh, not. I tried, um, with, I tr- I had like wraps. I, I forgot. Like the like shawarmas. Like, shawarmas. like I had shawarmas Donaires. here before, Donaires. But when I tried them there, I was just like, and I was sober. So it wasn't like, <laughs> drunk or anything. <laughs> I, it just tastes a lot better, but um, I guess now the next question that I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you is kind of like, 
Um, you, you mentioned obviously fitness was like your, yes. your, your time, your meditation, your Zen. Right. Was it always that? Cause I know for some people their way to kind of de-stress or kind of be in their own mind is to write. I have a good friend of mine who every, every day she wakes up and she does like kind of gratification, like what amazing, she's grateful for. Amazing. Um, and that's kind of her way to get focused and stuff like that. Obviously mm. some people meditate, some yeah. people walk their dog. Right. Um, I'm curious as to like, has fitness always been a, a big part of your life or? Yes. It's okay. been almost around 10 years now. oh wow okay yeah so yeah it's been a decade i find that it works the best um i do like gratitude so i just do like a quick gratitude three every single morning mm-hmm. um hmm, what else do i do or i do a walking meditation or i do guided meditations there's a bunch of things that i do but it's more of just fitness like i i i love the gym the gym is my second home i'm always there whenever I, whenever i'm down whenever i'm happy like i'm usually there yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can usually find me there no I'm that's not working i know for it and it's and we can touch into this and this can be a good segue the time management aspect of it all right so you, you you're you're spending hours working trying mm-hmm. to get um businesses to partner with and you've got other things on the side what's been kind of like your approach to time management i know for me i was abysmal at it for probably until recently i would say six months ago where i actually started to uh do a little bit of more time blocking google yes. calendar doing my schedule in advance so knowing if i have to get this done kind of figuring out i use trello if you know what that mm, is i do um how yeah kind of show us to tell yeah, us i should say honestly i i did the same thing uh, google calendar i would put hundreds and hundreds of alarm but you know <laughs> are you that are you that i person? am that person yeah. uh, it's gonna be like you know six or seven times until i'm actually awake but then i realize after but do you not do you not hear them or do you just click snooze i click snooze okay. i am i'm one of those i will milk every single second just mm-hmm. because i love my sleep but then it got to the point where i knew it was becoming a really bad habit yeah so i went out i went to michael's i bought this really really nice like <laughs> journal calendar thingy mm-hmm. and i'm like okay every single morning i'm gonna write it down like mm-hmm. to the t to 7 a.m 6 a.m like just writing it down will give you a sense of like a goal that you have yeah. to accomplish also i right? feel it keeps you accountable yes as well definitely like, if you're consistently going back to or constantly i should say constantly going back to like your journal or right, whatever right. piece of material that you're using to write on and you're seeing like oh I gotta go, you know, two hours, I've gotta go work out, or in another five hours, I've gotta have this Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so with that being said, like, it's it's amazing. It's like, I can see my sh- myself being more responsible mm-hmm. just by just writing stuff down. But before, I was all over the place just because my schedule was never the same every single day. Sometimes there'll be a pop-up meeting. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I have to do a conference call. Sometimes this person will call me. Sometimes my cancel will be my meeting will be canceled canceled. sorry and then i just it got to the point where i'm like all right i'm gonna write down every little thing so i don't have to just go crazy like there's so much stuff on my mind all the time do you ever do you ever feel well i'm overwhelmed yeah i was gonna say but at the same time um kind of bringing it back a little bit in Mm -hmm. in terms of like taking a step back because i know um, as a student and when you're juggling like work uh, school Mm part-time work side projects etc there's definitely a point in time where everything starts to pile up and I look at my Trello list or I look at my calendar. I'm like, how am I going to accomplish all oh, of that definitely. within like the next two weeks, right? Uh, so that's when I personally just take some me time, right? And, yes. and for me, and that's um, playing video games, going to the gym, uh, or just plain relaxing on, on the couch, right? I do yeah. have those 
there's a lot of people have this misconception of people who you know hustle and again i'm yeah. using air quotes yes that they're constantly like like always connected or always 24 7 like you don't go to sleep until like you need to like fully like your body's literally telling you no exactly and to be fair when i when i first started doing all this that was kind of my mentality like i needed to work a lot more than the other person if I wanted right. to be, you know, if I wanted to continue growing. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, don't get me wrong, hard work is important and, and you know, being consistent, but it's kind of going back to that saying of working smart, not hard. Right. And obviously time management is a big into, uh, a big factor into that and just ensuring that you're prioritizing all of your, your tasks, mm-hmm. um, but also not burning yourself out. Exactly. And that's so important. Like yeah, everyone's sure. on that. Um, entrepreneurial grind obviously now it's starting to become more of a of a cool thing to do and it's like a stigma I feel yeah. like and I I have a lot of mentors on YouTube so like shout outs to Andy Frisella um, Gary V Gary V that's oh my, man it was Gary V wasn't it yeah it was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys I'm you know Joe Rogan like I listen to these guys every single day mm-hmm. and it's really really unfortunate because people think that like alright like since this, these people are Kathleen's um, mentors that I'm like them. No, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually the opposite. Like, I, I know my limit. So mm-hmm. I know that I'm not able to work 14 hours straight. Day, yeah. No, I can't. So I guess people, like, they don't respect me as much, air quote, mm-hmm. um, because I take a lot of me time. But the thing is, is, I feel like if I don't take any me time my mental illness is going to be 10 times worse. Yeah, no, it just skyrockets. And and talking about respect, I personally would find someone a lot more respectable who's still doing all of this while still maintaining yeah. a social life, uh, you know, being physically healthy, mentally healthy, emotionally healthy, spiritually uh, healthy. Yeah. I find that's a lot harder to do than just For being sure. able to do all that. And to me, like my motto is like, I'll get it done regardless. Yeah. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Like, I'll, I'll get it done no matter what. But the thing is, I may not get it done by, like, your standards, but I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, like, everybody has a life. Everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone's connected to their phone 24-7. I feel like that's super important. Exactly. And I'm actually doing this new thing. It's called detoxing, right? So I'm actually <laughs> setting up all my Instagram posts and mm-hmm. everything. Like, I'm trying to do a monthly content just ahead of time so I don't have to be on my Hootsuite? phone. Hootsuite? Pardon me? Using who's yes. <laughs> yeah. Great. Like, they're amazing, you know? And there's, like, other ones, Preview, and they're all great. But I'm just like, the thing is, I didn't realize how draining it was for me to be on my personal and be on, like, you know, Van City Key Instagram as well. It's like, yeah. you know what? I'm done. Like, I, I need to set up some time for myself. No. And and for me, and we, again, spoke about this a little bit off off the mic prior mm-hmm. to, to the podcast, but... Before I started using Instagram as a way to promote like my brand and everything, I barely touched it. Like yeah. I touched it once in a blue moon. Posts were what would be considered now not aesthetic exactly. uh, and stuff <laughs> like that and not according to the feed or whatever. Right. Um, and I never really saw Instagram as more than just a way. At the time, I would say most of the posts were the food thing started picking up a little bit mm-hmm. um, and just people posting just regular day-to-day stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as to where it is now and where the platform is now i would arguably say it's a little bit more curated on the side of heavy on the business and the business growth Mm -hmm. but also the the influencer side as well right and and the people that can um obviously leverage their brand and their personal identity and who they are as an individual Mm -hmm. to sell well not necessarily sell but to promote or to or to give another brand some sort of value right definitely and i think a lot of people give influencers a bad kind of knack or kind of like a bad name just because of like 
oh, you're copping out or, oh, you're selling out. But at the end, like, I, I don't really understand because if you have a personal brand, if you can leverage yourself and exactly. still be yourself and exactly. you know, gain some sort of traction or gain, for example, obviously a, um, a monetary value or right. if you're getting a shirt for free or whatever, then like, mm-hmm. what's, what's wrong what's with that? that? Like, exactly. I don't really get the whole... Yeah, there's some bad apples, but that's with everyone, right? Like exactly. that, not everyone's gonna be on on the on the on the good side or on. And that's the thing, right? Not everybody will understand us either. So yeah, what's kind of been your biggest struggle with um, with kind of developing everything and uh, obviously more on the Instagram side, but also just the the business development aspect of it. Um, pretty much. Let me see. Just just growing just it's it's a lot of it's a lot to learn mm-hmm. right just because i'm i didn't really have a business per se background it's just me literally just going and just trying it out and just learning as i go and just um yeah just pretty much just working hard and i don't know just kind of learning as I learning guess, as I go. I said this one quote um, a couple podcast episodes ago. It was like, you're growing your wings while you're falling off the cliff. That's pretty much what yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. right? And I feel like that's the hardest because people are just like, oh, is it rejection? Is it not making enough finance? I'm like, no. Like, that stuff, it's 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 a giving. It, but you learning to grow at the same time as trying to build your business and everything, like, that's, I, I feel like that's probably the most hard, hardest for me. Yeah, and making sure that, obviously, you're staying true to the values of the brand. Exactly. Because a lot of the times, there's, um, I guess, courses or people out there and that say, like, oh, yeah, just follow these four, you know, quick t- tips or follow exactly. these four simple steps. It's kind of like that, those infomercials that you see, right? Exactly. Um, where you can kind of grow your business from, like, a, a no money to six-figure and there, those are a little bit of a and you know iffy what's funny? area. <laughs> it, it, these people are. It, it works mm-hmm. like that. That's how they make their business. And then no matter how much Andy, sorry, I'm going back to Andy Priscilla no, because he's it. like, he was the one who's like, stop going to these like mentors. <laughs> you know, like there's better ways. But people just don't listen. Yeah. No, and, and yeah, and it's it's okay. You know, if you don't want to listen, it's fine. Right. I'm just saying like, oh, there's other alternatives, and it's it's hard, man. It's the. I feel like right now especially in the era that we live in the digital era the the way that money can be made outside of the traditional nine to five where people are are people who are like selling these courses or promoting kind of these kind of things Mm -hmm. are the ones that are kind of realizing it and you kind of have to i guess give them kudos in a sense like they're realizing the market's there people are falling for these kinds of things and there's some uh, legitimacy i feel but at the same time a lot of the people think that it's just a buy the course and that's it. You're, you're expected to make the six figures. But in reality of it, like anything with anything in terms of growth or success, yeah. hard work is involved. Oh, right? man. If you see the behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people and I brought this kind of I saw this poster or yeah, I guess a poster, which I want to get and I want to put it in my room. It's a it's an iceberg, and I'm sure you've seen it around. Yes, yes. And it's all like the, all the, the yeah, I do. The I peaks do. of success <laughs> and everything else is just like all the other stuff that goes on in people's lives. That people obviously don't exactly. see, right? The, the behind the scenes. Uh, a lot of the people think that, you know, f- recording a podcast is, well, it, it, it's simple in the sense of I just have to find a guest, yeah. um, invite him out, and mm-hmm. just speak. But not everyone can just 
speak freely, right? And carry a conversation for 45 minutes with someone that I just met for the first time. That's exactly what I, yeah. And that's why like, <laughs> I came here and I asked you, I was like, how are we doing this? Like, how, yeah. how, like, how are you so good at this? Like, I want to know, right? But, yeah. you know. Funny story, actually. I used to do Call of Duty videos. <laughs> that's way amazing. Way back in the day, like when YouTube was barely an infant. Back, I was grade nine. Oh, wow. So grade, yeah, grade nine, grade 10, I think. So that's about seven years ago, almost eight years ago, if not more. And I used to record my gameplay with Twitch. my camera. No, no, no. This was before Twitch even existed. Well, maybe you should do Twitch on the side. That's that's on the that's on the come up. Yeah, oh that's on yes, the come up. That's on the, uh, a little a, a little bit of a of a teaser there. Um, but yeah, no, and I, I just recorded with my with my parents like Steadicam back in the day that oh didn't even God. use like. Uh, it was an SD card. It was like a little, the DV, little round yeah, one. Yeah, a little round one with the DV <laughs> tape. So I had to record it and then use a, an adapter for the DV tape to put it to my laptop. That's a hustle in itself. And then I would record my mic or my audio, I should say, with a rock band mic that I had. Wow. Yeah, from, from way back. Unfortunately, I didn't continue just because it was a lot of work and it was just like super intense. And my computer was also like... I'd have to render the video and it would be like a 10 minute video mm. and it would literally have to be almost a full day thing. Like that thing was running Sony Vegas and it felt like it was about to go to outer space. Oh my like, God. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately didn't continue that. Um, and I always asked myself like, where would I be if I, if I, if I continued that? Um, Cause it was still like just starting to blow up like gaming and YouTube and-, and Do you regret it? Not doing it? Um, I, I regret it in the sense of at least maybe not giving it a little bit more tries because mm-hmm. I only really did two and oh. then I stopped after the two um, and at the time my parents were super against it just because like obviously it took a lot of time out of my day yeah for like, sure what the hell are you doing um, if I had told them now I feel like they're a lot more understanding of Definitely. kind of the generation that we live in like, right there's right. people out there um, in specifically video games who are just making a living playing games yeah, right millionaires. so oh I don't regret it. I think everything happens for a reason. I'm Amazing. a firm believer in that. Um, I don't think I would be where I am right now. I don't think I'd be speaking with you right now if I had continued that. Yeah. Would my life be a little bit different? Perhaps. But I don't really dwell in the past too much. Like, I love what's, it. What's done yeah. is done. I'm, I'm out here and this is kind of the avenue that now I'm chasing, right? This is my this is my future I love it. videos, right? Yes. And uh, going back to the Twitch thing, yes, I'm uh, I'm going to be starting a Twitch channel um, relatively soon by about end of month. Oh my God. Um, and just trying to put a little bit more content out there. Because nice. I feel I have the, and eh, a lot of people think I'm tooting my own horn, but I, I think I have the personality for it. No, I'm I definitely. Charismatic yeah. guy. Um, I like talking with people. And I'm goofy. I'm not afraid to show myself, like, just be goofy. Yeah, that's I, why I even asked you, right? I was like, I watch Twitch a lot. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, yeah, you like, you definitely feel <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, just do some really weird, quirky stuff. And as it boils down to, if you're providing value, in this case, definitely. happiness or some sort of entertainment value to people, yes. then why not? Exactly. Right? It'll take, like, an hour or two hours out of my day, stream a little bit, just do that consistently. And Good for you. You never know. You never, never know. Um, but now I'm interested. What do you, what do you kind of watch on Twitch? Like... Gaming or... Oh, Counter-Strike. Oh, CS, like CSGO in particular? Yeah, and then, well, it was my boyfriend who got me into it. Like, he... Yeah. Er, it's funny because he, <laughs> he likes to watch that to sleep. Like, mm. I don't know why, but I... used I, to do that. I used yeah. to... Not Counter-Strike, but I used to watch... Are you familiar with Hearthstone? Yes. Yeah, I used to watch this um, famous streamer. He still streams Crip. Crip oh, uh, okay. And he, his voice, though, was, like, really, like, soothing. And, like, it was, like, a very gentle voice. And he wouldn't talk much. So I would just put it, you know, put it on my nightstand, 
put it on the side and just listen to the and just go just to sleep like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's all he hear. Like that's all I see. And then he just falls asleep, and I'm like, that is so weird yeah. but cute at the same time. Yeah, right. And then I kind of <laughs> just like just watch him, and then I end up watching it too, and it gets really, really intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what we. That's what I watch. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I think esports and we're somehow landed on this topic. I, don't even I know. know. <laughs> uh, I think esports in general is is still growing and is still booming. Um, there's obviously a lot of different aspects to it, and you don't nec- and, and I think what a lot of people don't understand, and I listen to a lot of podcasts that are related to not to say esports, but people that are involved that are doing right. maybe different things, mm-hmm. is you don't necessarily have to be a pro gamer to get involved in esports. Oh. Like there's people that do their content, there's people that do their marketing, there's people that do their videography, photography, yada, 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 yada. Wow. So there's different ways if you want to get involved in the esports space, but it might not be like in the professional side of it in the sense right. that you're the one that's actually playing. Um, there's still a lot of ways to still get involved and that's not necessarily a dream of mine, but I think it'd be kind of cool if, you know, in the long like term, yeah, thing. part-time thing, if I can get involved, uh, either like creating content or if, you know, someone needs a podcast or That's something amazing. along those lines. There's, I'm always trying to find these little ways to see where I can spread my, my reach a little bit more. Of course. Um, and opportunities. Opportunities. Yeah. yeah. It's going to come If up. you're not knocking, no one's going to knock on your door. And there's this one... Like not really a quote, but I guess a saying from one of one of the guys that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, he he owns uh, one of the biggest like esports organizations, Optic. Well, he owned, but now they bought him up. But anyways, that's a, <laughs> that's a different story. Um, he said, "I can open doors for people all day long, but if they're not willing to go through the door and put in the work, then that door is like no, that's useless. I'll open the door for someone else then." Wow. So it kind of spoke to me in this, and a lot of people are like, ah, that's super cheesy, man. But like, no, in but the, those cheesy ones actually mean something. Yeah, they th- work. Those are the. the those are the ones that give truth and give validity to yeah. it where if you're seeing people and if you're uh, meeting people and they're allowing you to connect with other individuals and if you're not kind of putting yourself out there that one moment that first impression or that one time might be the only chance you get right. to let that person know wh- who you're about what you're about what value you can provide them exactly and then hopefully from there grow into something else and a lot of people feel like don't really realize the they don't realize the opportunity until Definitely. they see later that Oh, why did he get it, but I didn't get it? And, and then, then the regret, that, and then the hate comes in, and then yeah. oh, trust me, I, like it's it's a revolving door with that. I feel like yeah, and it gets it gets dangerous though, because if you're always kind of playing the victim, the victim, yeah, then it's just like you're you're never gonna be able to get ahead. I feel, and you're always just gonna be saying like, oh, but you know, I didn't get it because of that, or I don't know why he got it, or they exactly, got it, or whatever, exactly. right? So. Um, yeah, no, I, that was a pretty good transition into yeah, it. Yeah, it's really we funny. From, uh, esports to like making sure that you're staying ahead and, you know, grasping every opportunity exactly, that you get. Exactly, exactly. No, that's great. And um, that's kind of what it's all about is just being able to best put your best foot forward and show yeah. who you are as That's pretty much for everything, right? For work, for Twitch, for it's literally like the rule in life. Like yeah. just keep working hard. What do you feel? And this is kind of, kind of a weird question, but how do you, how do you feel about people that are for example just going full full stream uh, full steam ahead mm-hmm. for the sake of just building like their personal brand like i know for some people um they're consistently posting on, on obviously instagram and i feel like that's probably the best way to build your personal brand right now mm-hmm. in terms of of a social platform mm-hmm. um but how, yeah just kind of i guess kind of just wanted to get your 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 insight or your kind of knowledge in that kind of space as well because for me uh, I'm by no means an influencer. I'm just a guy that likes to record podcasts. People listen. People listen to what I do, 
uh, and stuff like that. And I support the community, right? Right. My, my end goal and the whole reason I started all of this is to support the community and get us closer together so that if I can help you in one way and you can help me in one way, then it's a mutual agreement. But I just kind of wanted to, maybe that's someone that's been a little bit more involved in that kind of mm-hmm. space. Definitely. Uh, your opinion on that. I definitely want to do the same thing as you, which is like to bring Vancouver together. Mm-hmm. I love working with like small businesses. I love working with businesses in general. Um, basically, if it works for you, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But you have to know your audience, mm. right? Yeah. So like it really depends on your audience. Your audience are like, Sorry, not your audience, or I guess your clientele. Um, yeah, they're your number one priority. You have mm-hmm. to listen to them. And to me, that's all that really matters. And like, I tell all my all my entrepreneur friends, I'm just like, hey, if that works for you, just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. If you're happy with what you're doing, you know, do it. If you want to learn different aspects of your business and just by posting more, just try it, right? There's, there's, there's never a yes or a no. I'm like, you can just... Just try it Just and try, we'll yeah. see it. Yeah, I feel like that's the that's been kind of the bottom line or kind of the re- re- revolving message of this yeah, podcast is like much. just go out there, take risks, um, and a lot of a lot of the times it's this huge what if, but at the same time, if you at least go for it, you know. Exactly. Like if I hadn't done political science for my first years at UBC, wouldn't have known that it's not for me. Exactly. If I didn't transfer into kin, I maybe wouldn't have had, okay, this still isn't for me. Exactly. Maybe right? there's something else, right? Yeah. And it's just the, the trial and error and a lot of people are wanting to get it right in the first time, which no, never it's happens. never, never going to happen. Never happens. Um, there's always going to be some sort of hiccup, whether it be like financially or, or personally or whatever. There's so many variables involved on trying new things and stuff like that, but it starts with you. Exactly. Right? You're, you're, you are your own biggest obstacle. I, I think that's a... Oh, for sure. Like, we're on our third year right now, and we're still, like, hurtling through a yeah. lot of the things and a lot of challenges, but, like, you have to love each and every single step of the journey yeah. because, like, that's when you know what works and what doesn't work for your business, for yourself, and what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, and what makes your audience happy, what makes... Your audience not happy, right? Like you just need to put your best foot forward and just keep going. No, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring it back to uh, the the the, the <laughs> whoa, <laughs> a bit of a tongue twister there. I wanted to bring it back in, in terms of the company and kind sure. of ask you on a more personal side, what who who has been or what kind of like perks have you felt like? Wow, I can't believe that actually like came to fruition. Like where you kind of realized like. That happened because of me. Oh, okay. Um, shoutouts to every single one <laughs> of our businesses. Okay, I'm not picking and choosing. I love every single one of you guys, but for me it was um, well in t- 2020 we're mm-hmm. gonna be introducing white caps. Oh, nice. And is that is that good? Yes. Okay, like yes, it is. And then is that yeah, public knowledge? No, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, making sure. Okay, <laughs> and then there's like there's. Um, what is... We don't have to sign an NDA. No, or... no, we don't have to sign anything. <laughs> but, you know, um, shout outs to White Caps. That wow, was my awesome. biggest, biggest and proudest moment. Mm-hmm. Like, and possibly P&E. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Like, those were the two that I worked the hardest on. And it's been, like, ongoing for months. But, you know, we finally got them on board. And, like I said, I want to bring value to this company yeah and i want everybody to love this product just because it's like savings for you guys i want you guys to feel very vip i want you guys to feel exclusive mm-hmm. right like 
it's a golden key. I want you to feel freaking special. That's what I want. Yeah, you to yeah, feel. no, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, what was kind of the and I saw yesterday on your story, there was a Fright Nights one. Oh, yes. Is that... That's, yeah. That's good, right? Yeah. So, Fright Night is... Uh, talk about a little that... Uh, <laughs> talk a little bit about... The, geez, today has just been the tongue twister <laughs> day. Um, talk a little bit about that, just because obviously, um, by the time this episode gets released, it'll probably be closer to Halloween, maybe like a week away from it. So Ooh. Or like within, obviously, the time okay, frame okay. before it's open. So. Well, so if you guys um, are into Fright Nights and Halloween and all those... Never been. I should take you. Yeah, I'm not. I can't do no. haunted houses. No, that's. <laughs> no. Let's have a vote, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do a little poll on the stories. Uh, if- I should just bring Aaron out. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, Fright Night. We have um, we have the tickets on sale now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney on Ice. Let me see what else. Levels the new club. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I went that. I've been there. Nice. Very, nice. The photo booth and like it's very. Uh, it, from outside, but you go in, there's a lot right? of like, different levels. It's, it's, <laughs> it's beautiful. And uh, Cabana, there's a bunch of things that you can do. Mm. Uh, I, I believe there's Harvest Land as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so there's, there's like a variety for everyone. Oh, there's a variety for everybody. So if you're not really into Halloween, you know, just go and check out our uh, website. There's mm-hmm. there's everything to do. Like there's, yeah, there's pretty much everything yeah, that you can do. Yeah, there's something for everyone as yeah. well and to enjoy and stuff like that. No, that's great. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of entertainments, you know, restaurants. Yeah, just pick and choose. Who doesn't love food, exactly. right? Exactly. Oh, Circus de Soleil. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. And yeah, make sure to, obviously, everyone who's listening to, to check out the website and get a little bit more details. Full list, I'm assuming, on, yes. the, on the website and or stuff like that. Or just download our app as well. Beauty. On uh, both... Yep. Both app stores? Yes. Awesome. Um, so I guess the final kind of question to to wrap up the podcast, and I always ask this to to all of my guests, is what would be a piece of advice that you'd give your, your younger self knowing what you know today? Just don't worry. You know, you're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. And I feel like I wish, I honestly wish I had someone to tell me that because mm-hmm. even till today, I wish I had someone to just let me know like, hey, everything's going to be okay. It's different, you know? Like yeah. I... I can have my family, I can have my boyfriend, I can have all my friends telling me this, but it's different. It's like, I need I needed that hope, mm-hmm. but you know what? I know that everything will be okay. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of... Everything's going to work out. Everything's going to work out. Take it day by day. Tackle each day to the best of your ability. Obviously, there'll be better days than others. That's just the reality of it. Um, and yeah, just not, not get too stressed. I'm very, very simple. I live by simple rules and mm-hmm. just, yeah, literally taking it... Uh, an hour by an hour, you know. Yeah, just, just even break it down. For but I, if I need to break it down by seconds, I will probably do it. Yeah. Like, but you know, I just have to focus on myself, focus on the present moment, mm-hmm. and just smile. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Smile more. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Kathleen. Obviously, for taking the time. Oh, I appreciate so you um, coming out all the way to to Richmond, and hearing allowing us to chat and allowing the community and our listeners as well to to learn more about yourself and what you've been doing and what uh vancouver kita city does and the amazing perks make sure to obviously check them out on um, their social platforms on their website app as well um is there anything that you want to add where people can find you or anything like that oh you can just add me if you want on instagram (laughs) kathleena and check out my instagram on my journey on my fitness journey on Mm -hmm. my entrepreneur journey and yeah no well thank you um thank thank you you for all our listeners as well hopefully you've taken a couple of tidbits of this podcast as well i know a focus of this episode was more of the 
just getting past that risk, yeah. overcoming the risk, yeah. and kind of realizing that sometimes all you have to do is jump, right? And take that leap of faith. And just do it. It's all about um, doing that and, and growing from there and exactly. not worrying as well as you kind of wrapped it up near the end. So exactly. uh, thank you everyone for listening. Hopefully you have a thank good rest you. of your day um, and make sure to check out everything podcast related on Beneath Vancouver Radio um, and on our Instagram page as well and on our website. Uh, have a good rest of your day. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you.